1: finds the meeting place between feminist ideals and the realities of women's lives. Listen to Thread the Needle wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to Book Club Babes. Let's get into it. It's happening. It's happening. <laughs> it's recording,
2: doing a thing where it's telling oh. us. recording in pro- recording in progress.
1: I don't think I can do it. Recording in progress.
2: Oh, that was good. <laughs> that was a good one. Recording in progress. That was pretty good too. That was I don't good. know. Yours was better. <laughs> anyway, hi, hi. I'm Kate. I'm Chantel and we are the book club babes we are we are yeah and this week we're wrapping up
1: this super shitty book (laughs) yeah thank god we're wrapping this up
2: oh nobody liked it like i'm pretty sure nobody liked the ending even i think i don't know if shauna liked it or not but she was like she had to she said she had to like take a break because the ending was too much and i'm like yeah (laughs) yeah 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 anyway we can get to that after
1: yeah do you have anything to discuss nothing's really new in my world I'm still reading the same book I was last week five little Indians by Michelle Good it's like it's a really good book it's fiction, it is fiction yeah it's fiction but I'm thinking that there's got to be like truth to what's going on in the book yeah yeah I would assume yeah just like pulling on experiences and I think it is a good like learning tool but it's like almost like heartbreakingly beautiful
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but yeah it's
1: just oh that's yeah yeah.
2: because it's probably really well written but the subject matter is kind of dark mm -hmm. is it about residential schools it's about like um
1: five people who have left the residential school system Right. right one has like success successfully escaped others have just like moved on or aged out I guess around 16 they age out and they are just like sometimes not even put back in contact with their family they're just put onto a bus and like sent into this is set in British Columbia so they're just sent off into like Vancouver
2: oh my goodness
1: yeah so wow it's kind of like um I think it's a look at what um, the trauma of dealing with that Mm -hmm. does and how they each cope differently because it's based on five survivors.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So
1: how each of them cope.
2: Oh my um, gosh. That sounds, um, it sounds interesting, but like you said, in a really sad way.
1: Yeah. And this is Michelle's debut novel and she's oh wow Canadian, yeah she's a Canadian author from Saskatchewan I believe I was reading a bit about oh, neat. Her. yeah so
2: yeah Canadian author that's cool mm-hmm. that's awesome we should have read this one yeah I should have read this <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh my god yeah I'm still yeah I'm still reading Yoke by Mary H.K. Choi yeah it's good it it's got good. to the juicy bit yeah you know, her, all of her books follow like the same formula, but they're still good. <laughs> like the, the male character is
1: always seems like, just like a s- cool guy that I would be like obsessed
2: with yep. in high school yes. and college. Yep. That okay. is a hundred percent what it is. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> yep. nice. yeah. It's like, it's like in her first book, emergency contact, the guy was really cool. And the girl was like pining for him. And then in her second book, um permanent record it was from a guy's perspective which was a change for her and then the girl was super cool Mm -hmm. and then in this one yoke it's back to being from a woman's perspective and then the guy is like super cool so okay okay okay. (laughs) yeah but there's more of like a bit of a family dynamic in this one it's like essentially about two sisters and the one sister diagnosed with cancer and it's like the older sister and there's a bit of like insurance fraud happening and drama and probably like it I like the other two. yeah yeah it's the it's the same sort of thing yeah like it's just so easy to read yeah and it was a really nice like landing place after this book (laughs) oh
1: my god i'm glad we cut i'm sad that we are not going to be chatting with our friends next week but i'm also kind of just like i need a reprieve after that book like what everybody i think
2: needs a break everybody needs a break the heck happened did you see um summer's review on her turning pages i didn't
1: want to i'm going to read it after i record this episode because i didn't want it to be like (laughs) I, thought no. I feel so
2: bad <laughs> no it's I read it because I knew it's a hundred percent in line with our yeah. like yeah she, she just said what we thought better <laughs> yeah yeah She's a, Summer's actually a really lovely um writer her yeah Reviews are beautifully written, so yeah, they're very. Sometimes you read synced and so nice, yeah. Yeah, sometimes you read people's reviews and you're like, you're like okay. "This is yeah. the worst."
1: Yeah, sometimes <laughs> you know. like you go down like a, even a Google review rabbit hole and like those little sides, yeah. and like you just go and they're like, "Food was bad,
2: Yes. Yeah. view was good." <laughs> it's yeah. Like, okay. cool, cool, cool. Super articulate. Really mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Yeah. Anyway, I guess, should we? Let's get into it. What else? Oh, I was
1: trying to prolong this as long as possible.
2: Oh, no. You got something else? You got no, more no. News? no, no. I was
1: just wondering what else you were up to. Or oh. <laughs> um.
2: Well, I found my wedding dress. Oh. <laughs> yes, she looks so beautiful. Oh, Chantal threw a cute little uh, afternoon tea yeah. kind of thing. For me, with my some some of the family and um, and I put on my dress and it was so cool, so
1: beautiful. Too bad we can't show any pictures. So I know
2: (laughs) it's so bad. I was texting um my aunt last night. I sent Mm -hmm. her hi Aunt Barb. I sent her aunt. I sent her photos and she had responded and then like. Marty like went to look at my phone and I'm like do not look at my no. phone he's like why who are you texting and then I'm like "It's photos on my wedding dress like that would be so dramatic yeah no don't look but I also just want to show him it's such a mm-hmm. like it's a weird sword.
1: it is weird it's a weird yeah. Justin yeah. I wanted to show Justin too
2: your wedding I, dress yeah especially when you had the options because you're like
1: which do you like best of course and then like also, it's just like, I don't know, I guess I you're the same because we've both been with our partners for a long time. And it's mm-hmm. just like you share everything else with them.
2: Yeah. And like their opinion, you really respect their opinion. Yeah. 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 And but it wasn't I like a cheap purchase. Know, yeah. Just so it's totally something it to I would run by. Him.
1: Yeah. Justin wanted it to be a surprise. So like yeah. I respected that. So yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. I don't really think Marty cares. He probably wants it to be a surprise. I wanted to be a surprise for him. Honestly, he'll just go like this. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, maybe he won't. Who knows? He doesn't oh, listen yeah. to this, so maybe he'll maybe he'll walk away. <laughs> <He'll laughs> Leave well. me at the altar.
1: He could never. That dress is atrocious. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> could you imagine? Um, I'm finally also. I have not. I'm like so far behind. Like last week, I was talking about how um, I was watching Up and Van or listening to Up and Vanish. Yeah. Yeah. And then this weekend, I've been watching True Detective. Oh, which season? So, I started from the beginning. Oh my God. I was
2: just thinking about True Detective season one this morning. Because I love so Matthew good. McConaughey in it. Oh my God. Oh my God. So much. So yeah. much. Hit The young. And Woody Harrelson, right? Yeah. The Together? young
1: version of uh, Matthew McConaughey in that. Oh my mm-hmm. God.
2: Mm-hmm. oh my god! Mm-hmm. 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 Anyway. I love I love the f- I've watched the first season several times yeah the first season I, have, yeah. this one. I don't know how
1: far I'm in but I think I'm quite kind of like episode eight or nine like oh, yeah
2: you're pretty far yeah oh gosh it's so good yeah it is you really- know the you know how they find the deer girl mm-hmm And then did you ever see, like, I had a photo floating around for a bit Yeah. (laughs) when I first met some of some of my friends in Toronto and they like added me on social media, they were like, oh, is this you? (laughs) I'm like, no, (laughs) no, that's not me. (laughs) Awkward. (laughs) Are you that girl from that show? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) At first I was like, that sounds cool. And then they show me photos. I'm like, no. (laughs) Not me. No, I'm not. That is not me. I'm not naked. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Anyway, that's very exciting. I'm not watching anything cool. I'm I've been on (laughs) a deep dive of YouTube true crime shows. oh yes oh yes there's like 10 minute ones and then like 40 minute ones excuse me and i watch a lot from like australia because there's so many in australia weird okay okay i don't know that's just all i've been it's my go-to my go-to
1: on youtube is uh dairy farming for some reason
2: (laughs) you serious yes (laughs) you watch the milk cows yeah like
1: farm life (laughs) The cows are so cute they like run around
2: and they're all like <laughs> okay wait wait you don't mean like mass milking sad cows no you they're mean, not, like happy that. farms they're where it's like farms. a family owned it's a family yeah it's a family owned
1: farm and like <sighs> they just milk the cows <laughs> like they have like a milking parlor like they don't milk them by hand but like okay They have like a bunch of- As if you
2: you know what that's called even.
1: Oh. (laughs) I'm such a nerd why do I know about this I don't, I just don't make know. me so happy they're like happy okay, they like run around so cool. when they go outside they like run around and like the hay and stuff and it's like they're like so hey yeah they're like hey <laughs> hey like, well, hey
2: all right all right that sounds yeah, pretty I darn cute I've, out,
1: I've outed myself as a cow nerd
2: apparently. yeah you're a cow nerd I never i get lost on dog videos like abused dogs that get good homes yeah yeah i get sucked into those real bad but
1: Mm. okay we've prolonged long enough okay
0: let's
1: uh finish up this book (laughs) (laughs) all right
0: so as a podcast network our first priority has always been audio and the stories we're able to share with you but we also sell merch
2: we start off and it is looking promising mm-hmm. for them to not have a sexual relationship because mm-hmm. they were still keeping the sheet up between yes. the beds. Yeah. <laughs> and I wrote it down with an exclamation yes? mark cuz I was like, yes! "Yes!" I wrote
1: yeah, I was like, "Thank God they kept the sheet up!" exclamation yes. mark.
2: Yes. Yeah. Sheet is up.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Um but it seems like it's the same old work. Everett's on the water and Ada's on the shore. There was a weird little creepy line, which I think was a little bit of foreshadowing where it said that they were newly attentive to one another. But the way that I was taking it was more as if they actually like had things to say to one another now just based on Ada retelling all of Warren's stories and then um, Everett talking about like the sailors and everything. So they just were kind of like all still hyped up on... That yeah,
1: visitors and everything mm-hmm, like that, mm-hmm, yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. Um, and then the ship Ev- thing,
1: Ever is dreaming about the ship of horrors. Oh, yeah, like oh, that's uh, it, I that, would stay with you for life, yeah, it would for sure. Um, and it sounds like they were having a successful summer, and the hope was early this year. Shocker.
2: Mm-hmm. Surprise. <laughs> the hope came back the
1: very next (laughs) day um he it sounds like they're obviously having a better year in mock beggar because like they actually stay and he goes Mm -hmm. onto the boat and drinks Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. they're talking about um how everd should get a wife Mm -hmm. and they're asking Mm -hmm. about Ada and that she could be married off like in an yep. instant and in, back at Mockbegger. Yeah. Um they um also ask about Mary Orem and yes. they found out that she died.
2: R. I p Mary. And and wasn't it like when Everett tells Ada about it, they're both kind of like, How did that happen? Like it seemed like she was gonna live forever, sort of thing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And like, even the crew was like, yeah, we were surprised too. Like, yeah. uh, did they say something about like her eyes open or something? And like, it was like, she wasn't actually dead or I don't, I don't know. know. Something like that. Like they were shocked as well.
2: If that is, if that is a thing, then that's kind of weird with Ada's dreams later on where Mary's talking to her still. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Like Ada has this weird connection with her. no 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 yep Um, okay so it seems like they get the supplies they drink the rum Mm -hmm. everett comes on back he asks ada Ada, if she would ever want to get married Mm -hmm. like just in general and she says she's unsure which i'm like yeah because how old is she now like 12 or something (laughs) like i don't actually know but she's young um And then, and then Everett brings up Warren and Ada says that it wasn't like that. Like she, she says to him, like, no, it wasn't like that. So that's
1: not the way their relationship was. And Mm -hmm. Everett seems to be like, assuming that it is.
2: Yeah. And not really taking her word for it either. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And that's probably has something to do with the, the, the crew joking around. Yeah. About it. And I mean, And, and, and Ada never shared how Warren's daughter was her age. And like, there was that whole vibe going on. So I'm sure if she shared that.
1: They're out fishing. It seems like cod is still quite, there's an abundance of it still, Mm -hmm. even though the hope has left for the season. Mm -hmm. Um, and Everard finally summons the fish he does his dad's fish trick. Yeah. And they are like bringing in so much fish that the boat is like super like weighed down, I guess, like mm-hmm. really low in the water. And yeah. then um, a storm comes in really quickly
2: mm-hmm. and
1: he has to abandon all the fish.
2: I know. wouldn't that suck. I hope yeah. they're still alive. Like then you could just go back and get them later. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
1: Um, but all Ada could do is watch from the shore.
2: Yeah, like she watched the shore come in and she was yelling and obviously he didn't hear her. Yeah. That would be scary. It would be, yeah, for sure. Especially when she's out at the tilt all, like, she would be all alone until, yeah. and the hope already came. Mm-hmm. Like, exactly. what would she do, walk to like <laughs> Yeah,
1: exactly. Because it doesn't really sound like she goes out in the boat
2: no and if he went down and the boat
1: went down she'd be screwed True. exactly if the boat wasn't there mm-hmm. and like does she know how to like reset the traps and stuff like that like I don't know I don't she know taught her any of the other survival stuff like they know I feel did. like
2: she'd survive it would yeah. just be so shitty for her yeah, for sure uh, although maybe
1: not as shitty as what the ending yeah <laughs> So, Everett ends up being okay, but though he's like obviously exhausted and like visibly
2: shaken Mm -hmm. from the
1: whole ordeal.
2: Yeah. And he kind of just like is like, okay, well, I guess I got to get the water out of the boat. And Ada has to like convince him to get out of the boat and like dry off and stuff. And then uh, a line I wrote down was um, that he had the same look on his face as the day he buried his father at sea. So, just that like traumatic, yeah, like probably I'm I'm picturing kind of just like glazed over, like yeah. not there, kind of just like <laughs> Yeah, exactly.
1: And then he comes uh-huh. to the tilt and Ada strips uh-huh. him down and sets him in front of the fire to warm up. And they drink rum. That's their mistake right there, I think.
2: <laughs> I think there were a couple probably a well, few that's it. It.
1: <laughs> Oh yeah. But anyways,
2: oh uh, yes, yeah. so Everett is sitting in front of the fire Ada mm-hmm. she's soaking wet too, so she's like under a blank, just mm-hmm. like they're because they don't have any other clothes, I guess yeah, yeah. Right? they're trying to dry all their
1: stuff off, which it seemed that made sense to me though, and like in yes. that moment I was like, yeah okay, yeah like maybe just go like- to bed or something I don't exactly. know exactly that's probably what they should have done <laughs> instead of drink, but whatever. Um, And then I'm like, why is she getting on top of him while she's (sighs) naked and then like naked
2: crying? I, so this is a direct reference to Mrs. Brace Mm -hmm. on top of the man Mm -hmm. and Ada thinking that she was crying and receiving comfort, right? And she was so like, Ada was so almost obsessed with having like woken up and seen that. Yeah. And she's just doing it position yeah and then they right. do it yeah. um I literally wrote down all caps do they have sex no uh, yeah no just, I have no 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 no, no did no. you even write anything else or is it just no 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 I have
1: like no written a bunch and then blah and then barf <laughs> written down
2: oh my god one of the things though is in their there was an interesting little shift was that Everett realizes that Ada was as scared to lose him then in in that boat thing as he was to lose her when she was sick which I think probably changed their dynamic a little bit because he always was feeling slighted by Ada right right so he suddenly realized that she was also afraid to lose him so obviously the next thing you should do is have sex <laughs> obviously with your brother?
1: No. Oh my
2: god! No! No!
1: No! no. <laughs> Let's move on from that. Yep. So now they're back to not talking again. Mm-hmm.
2: Cause it's weird. Cause you shouldn't do it with your sibling.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um. He. Yeah. They're not talking. They back going doing their own like chores and tasks.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um. Ada's talking and explaining the situation to Martha. Mm
2: -hmm. Which Um, is
1: more out of a habit now than it is like a belief. Yeah. I had written down like she's using it as a coping mechanism. Yes,
2: totally. Like therapy, like a therapist.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Yeah. So, um, but she can't bring herself to talk to Martha about them actually having sex.
2: Yeah. But what they did. Yeah. Which should be like... (laughs) yeah oh yeah and then and so then it kind of goes to like Everett's side of things and he's like also conflicted and then he jacks off into the fire (laughs) (laughs) like why why (laughs) (laughs) why
1: (laughs) I guess that's his coping mechanism
2: (laughs) oh my god like into the fire (laughs) (laughs) though take this (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> holy moly that, yeah I don't don't understand so then they have dinner in silence the two of them and then Everett asks Ada if her and Warren ever did it mm-hmm. and she this I kind of loved she just leaves the table she then pees yeah. and she goes to bed <laughs> yeah. she doesn't even say anything yeah I love that. Like, why not just be like, I'm not talking about this with you. Though, like, he then still just assumes that... They did. they did. Yeah, yeah. And and it even, like, mentions that Aiden knows that Everett is asking for, like, an alternative reason. Which is probably, like, to say, like, you're not a virgin. Right? That was kind of the vibe I took from it. Right. But then, like, Everett's a virgin. Exactly.
1: So well, not now. anymore, but... <laughs> ada seems to be a bit mad about her circumstances Mm -hmm. about like just where things are in life i guess for her which is understandable
2: um ada is also thinking about how she never told martha about the indian pendant which is an interesting sort of dynamic between her not being able to tell martha about what her and Everett did so it's that whole like she's embarrassed or it's shame which I actually wrote down a quote which was the end of that chapter I think but it said pleasure and shame shame and pleasure these were the world's currencies and it paid out both in equal measure so Mm -hmm. she I like she is feeling shameful about what she did yeah um, in the same way that she did about the Indian pendant so it's like a familiar feeling to her and it wasn't a good one so she knows that this is kind of like not good (laughs) exactly yeah and
1: it's it is strange how not strange but like that they know that what they did I guess deep down or like in their subconscious is wrong
2: yeah yeah and it seems like they've known all along because even from the very beginning like
1: Mm -hmm. when they would talk to each other after yeah
2: and like the hand job and whatever I was like I hope that's as far as it goes like their kids I mean it's weird incest is weird I don't I'm not here for it but like they're alone it's the 1800s like Mm -hmm. I don't know they know it's wrong it just seemed like they knew that it was wrong yeah (sighs) and they still do
1: yeah (laughs) exactly because no one's really taught them anything right yeah yeah totally well later on we find out that tenfold in like the most fucked up way (laughs) yeah exactly Ada decides to make jam mm-hmm. like, this part made me feel not good either no
2: it was not a good part no
1: it was weird it was strange so they Ada's making
2: the jam and Everard and it reminds them of their parents though like how their parents used to play
1: exactly it it was started off harmless yes in the little place and like reminiscent
2: of that yeah
1: exactly and it even says like it reminded them of their parents again Mm -hmm.
2: and then
1: then it got violent
2: Mm
1: -hmm. um everd was like restraining her and Mm -hmm. and holding her up against the wall and she was actually being like physically hurt Mm -hmm. by him she's asking him to stop
2: Mm-hmm. And like everything. she had to beg him
1: yeah exactly
2: and he was like licking her face or oh, yeah. something yeah and I think I don't know if it says later on or where I'm getting this idea from I think it does but it's kind of talking about how like Everett feels like he she is his yes mm-hmm. like to do what he wants with and exactly that that's a gross feeling for Ada I'm sure oh yeah for sure, I can't even imagine. I can't
1: even imagine that. Mm-hmm. And then he also, when she says like, "Oh, brother, please stop" or mm-hmm. whatever, mm-hmm. and then he kind of like goes inside of himself and is really like reflecting on if she had maybe said that on that. Yes. Yeah. yeah.
2: Yeah. Like he, spoken in the same yeah, tone I mean, and whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Like you. Yeah wasn't really sure i guess on how to take it and like those same words came from her mouth the night that they had sex mm-hmm. and that kind of thing and it was just like he rightfully so should feel kind of shitty about himself
2: a hundred percent so totally because then we find yeah. out that ada is pregnant mm-hmm. for fuck's sake!
1: <laughs> i rolled my eyes so hard and then i just i put my book down for like an hour
2: oh like, no i just wrote "fucking" all caps like yeah. this can't be this is not this is not what i wanted from no. this book no. i wish that they were still just talking about the landscape i wish the hope just came back i wish it ended just like super boring
1: <laughs> or like that they went to mock and like they started a new life there or like
2: yeah you know- or like that's that, that freaking one paragraph about their potentially about their dad killing his brother like oh, that man. could have been a great story yeah explore that more <laughs> Jesus Christ that would have been great instead we get Everett masturbating into a fire and getting his sister pregnant oh my god
1: cool oh
2: Jesus Christ uh, so yeah Ada is hiding it from Everett and really herself mm-hmm. there's a quote I wrote down pretending not to know what she knew for a fact mm-hmm. which is a hundred percent something like one of my coping mechanisms, not about pregnancy, but just about like life in general. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then she doesn't like this. This this part really fucked with me. How she doesn't know how someone becomes pregnant. Mm-hmm. Like she doesn't. No. I. Oh my god! Yeah, I just like racking her brain,
1: figure <sighs> trying to figure out like what has caused her to fall. Ill with pregnancy, yeah.
2: almost like she's yeah.
1: taking it as a sickness. Almost,
2: mm-hmm. I don't know if we mentioned it, but um, Ada's hand also ends up in the pot of boiling jam. Oh, yeah. That yes. was like something that happened. That happened mm-hmm. in the fight, mm-hmm. and she
1: is scared of him too. Which probably also, other than the shame that she probably feels, or like maybe the stigma or something that she feels about being pregnant, she's scared of him to like yeah to him and tell him what's Mm -hmm. going on too that's probably Mm -hmm. part of it
2: totally well and she doesn't know like she thinks it's something yes it's her fault
1: yes which
2: like it is their fault (laughs) yeah but she doesn't get it at all so she's like like, well
1: (sighs) was it when the storm came in and I was all like wet and it was really wet outside yes
2: or when she was picking berries and her feet got wet like Um, the Virgin Mary or whatever it had said yeah. like she was racking her brain trying to come up with these stupid scenarios of how it could have happened Everett helps Ada with her arm which is good but I wrote down here um, a quote feels like a sentence he was serving which is interesting because I think that had a lot to do with what you were saying with like his guilt and about like he pretty much did that to her and and with what he had done, pre- like to get the fight going and all of that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, and he has to look at it
1: every day and like yeah, every day with this like probably horrific looking scar on it. Yeah, her like- if
2: her hand ended up in a pot of boiling damn, like hell yeah,
1: yeah, that's pure sugar. Yeah. It's not gonna like just wash right off. It's gonna keep burning
2: you. Yes, and stuff. And then another little quote I wrote down in that same field was. Um, there was something increasingly secretive about her. So like, he's picking up on something. He's just not getting it.
1: Exactly. Oh, congrats. You closed all your rings.
2: I know. I just, thank you. (laughs) On the Apple watch, if anybody doesn't know what that means. (laughs) I
0: don't don't
2: know which one. Was it like my stand that I just got? I just got your. Oh no, it was move. I just got my
1: move. (laughs) goal. That's all that podcasting It's really
2: uh, physically demanding. (laughs) It's super physically demanding. All right. Anyway.
1: Everett then tells Ada that he wants to go to Mockbecker. And then Ada's just like, if you say so. Yep. Yep. Yep.
2: Yep. But before that, it was kind of interesting how a fox got away from Everett. And he he was feeling, this was a theme in the book. And so the fox gets away from Everett from the trap and it's actually hurt, but he started to feel foolish like he did when he was a kid. And then again, with that line about like pretending at being a man, he felt, he felt that way again, yeah. which is interesting. And then that seems to sort of like set him off yeah, and he starts nice. second guessing everything and more particularly what happened between him and Ada. Exactly. So that's when he was like, yeah, he goes I- and sleeps on the floor and then he's like, I'm going to mock Beggar. Yeah. That's like the catalyst of like, it's like this fox that got away. It just like, yeah. Put him over the edge. (laughs) I mean, it's the straw that broke the camel's back, right? Like, you know, when you're like having a shitty day and then like you go outside and it starts raining or something and you're like, this is it. (laughs) He says that she should come too. Mm -hmm. If
1: you say so, she says again that
2: like and he's like oh, whatever
1: so now they're just waiting on the hope and mm-hmm. it sounds like seems like Everard's just kind of like given up he's not even like trying to do any of the chores or mm-hmm. tasks that they usually do mm-hmm. um, Everard can't even like look at Ada and she thinks it's because she's pregnant
2: yes but she can't fit in her pants anymore yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she finally puts on her mom's dress yeah she finally admits to herself that she's pregnant and then it also feels like Everett is shunning her so it's almost like she accepted it and she thinks that he knows yeah but he doesn't actually no, he doesn't. find out until he walks in and sees her in the dress and then he's like which I don't know how you could hide that for that long I don't know especially if she's like a small
1: little girl like yeah oh
2: I know and, like, what, like, you could, you don't have options to, like, your clothes would just get tighter and tighter. Like, it's not like you can size up and be yeah. like, this is just a cute oversized sweater. <laughs> like, like ever probably like, what the fuck? Where is she hiding all this extra food? I'm fucking hungry. I know. <laughs> I know. But it also said at one point that, like, he had noticed she was getting bigger, but he figured it was just from all of the, like, extra meat. Because now that he's trapping or whatever. Really? Maybe it was the extra meat that you put in there. Oh. You- <laughs> You gross, gross man.
1: So now that she admits that she's pregnant to herself, she's starting to call the baby Marissa. Everett sees her in the dress like you had mentioned and Mm -hmm. knows that she's pregnant now. And Everett thinks that the baby is Warren's. Cool, 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 cool. Cool, cool. And then at that point, Ada tells Everett he's going to have to help her give birth to the baby.
2: Yes, I wrote this down. It's funny. She says if she comes before the hope you'll have to help me. He says help you how? She says I don't know. <laughs> like that's
1: that's that. <laughs> Shortly after Ada goes into labor and Everett's like are you sure you can't wait? You sure? Yeah, you sure you can't hold out till the hope? <laughs> yeah. I wish. Cool, cool, cool. So then, it ends up the hope shows up on the same day, though.
2: Yeah. Jeez. Oh, yeah, because Ada's telling Everett what to do, and then he thinks yes. he sees the hope. And then when she's like in labor, like her contractions are coming or whatever, she asks Everett if someone in mockbegger if he thinks that someone in Mockbagger could teach her how to read. Yeah. <laughs> and he's kind of like, "What are you thinking about that right now?" Yeah. But then, and then also Everett can't decide if he thinks the murderous father story is true. I think that he was kind of reflecting on the family and like that sort of Mm -hmm. stuff. So, yeah. But obviously it's true. Who else could that be? My main thing is having a shortage of clothes Mm -hmm. for everyone. And then Ada found that button in the garden, which means that the sailor was buried with his clothes on. Yeah. Why wouldn't they have taken his clothes? Mm, if he true. wasn't a family member that they were trying to respect true. r.i.p right yeah it just would have been so much more interesting if that was the second half of the
1: book just <laughs> dived into
2: that like lean into that mom. yeah like come on, lean into what's actually interesting i honestly in my personal opinion that was the most interesting part of the book mm-hmm. like <laughs> same
1: exactly i don't know if because of that reflecting i think he's just kind of reflecting and now he's kind of like wondering like do we go to mock Becker? Like Ever's kind of feeling wishy-washy yeah. about it now that the hope's here. He's helping yeah. his sister give
2: birth with his baby. That he thinks is
1: Warren's? Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. I don't know why he needs to explain the birthing part of this. Yeah, I didn't even write that down. I just thought it was kind of gross. Mm-hmm. Um, and she gives birth
2: to the baby and it's all fucked up yep because obviously yep she's disfigured with webbed fingers and a birthmark across her back i had to read it yeah her arm is like short and does she have a small arm or something it's it's sad it's really sad it is sad yeah um and just people who who might be sensitive towards that or have a disabled like a like yeah. it's very sad and i i empathize with yes. that a lot but it, for the sake of this book it that's so fucked up yeah
1: because it it's like people who have like physical i don't want to say like abnormalities or like physical
2: well it would be like a like yeah. a it would be an abnormality i guess yeah that isn't from incest <laughs> yes.
1: yeah would be so difficult but like they could it could have been avoided because if
2: they hadn't done it had intercourse (laughs) my lord so then so then it kind of like i my take was that it kind of just like explained it but it said that the people in mock beggar attributed ada's hand scalding accident to the deformities of the baby which i don't even know is a thing but but hey 1800s so yeah (laughs) they just believe what they want along with Everett calling the baby little bungs, and he's only ever known as uncle maybe that's (laughs) where like the creepy uncle story originated this book maybe maybe (laughs) oh my god ew I hate it so much and then the very end of the book is just Everett handing Ada the baby yeah for fuck's sakes Yeah. If I could have rated this book in the negative, I would have.
1: (laughs) Same here.
2: It wasn't even a redeeming ending. Shelby was finishing it up yesterday and she was texting me and she's like, I have some theories and I should, I'm going to look at them right now because they would have been so, so much more exciting than what actually happened. Yeah. She said, um, Oh, she said that maybe there was going to be like a murder suicide would have been fun right
1: always Uh, fun yeah
2: yeah she said maybe something dumb like a boat crash Mm. she said she'd lose her shit if that happened but (laughs) uh she said maybe Ada dies during childbirth that could have been exciting yeah and then she texted me and she said just finished what a shit read (laughs) So the verdict's in. Shit read.
1: Michael Crummy puts the crummy
2: in this book. Oh my gosh, honestly. If you're listening to this and you haven't read the book. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) No, if you're listening to this and you haven't read the book and we haven't convinced you not to read the book, please don't read the book. (laughs) It's just not great. It's not but it's literally won awards and
1: stuff or been like nominated for awards it's like rating on goodreads is almost like i think it was four stars last time i checked it's so confusing i don't get it i don't either it's the ending of this book i'd be interested i know that your aunt barb said that she liked the book she didn't like the ending Mm -hmm. which, which makes sense makes sense now i wonder what shauna because she was having that like kind of like teacher perspective on it and like was telling you the redeeming kind of qualities the other week she was texting you about it i would like to know what she thought at the end
2: yeah shauna what do you think drop it in the facebook group group for all of us to read i i do just i just i the ending is exactly what i didn't want this to happen Mm -hmm. from the very beginning, like from the very first time you texted yeah. me, being like this book, I was like, yeah. incest? Is there incest? Yeah. Like, <laughs> not no. Really. And that was good. That I was like, woo, like, yeah. whoa, what a relief. Mm-hmm. And then the next a little bit of incest. Okay, just a little bit. Or like, no, the next one was a <laughs> lot of masturbation. Like just a lot of masturbation. You're like, okay. <laughs> and then and then just goes downhill from there. Yeah. Mm-hmm it started it started downhill (laughs) yeah just like dug itself a grave Uh, I don't know hoping that it would have been
1: the other way like okay there was a lot of masturbation there
2: (laughs) um let's move on from that and something interesting I would have loved to have like had them honestly okay so like perfect ideal ending it's still boring still in the realm of their boring life but this would have been good if They've never did it. Mm-hmm. They only had one sisterly handjob, if there had to be, otherwise mm-hmm. not none, zero. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the book just carries on with their lives until they're adults. It was boring and the hope just keeps coming back. And that's just the book. Yeah. Yeah
1: or ideal
2: ending they
1: go to mock Beggar and we find out what that place is like and how they like assimilate into society
2: true super true or or if ever the went to... they have to face like dealing with the culture shock yeah yeah. yeah or if ever went to mock Beggar and brought back a wife and ada found a husband or something and they Ooh. lived at yeah. the tilt or mm-hmm. oh something. man it is it is i guess I guess it's a little bit interesting in terms of, like, the title as The Innocents, Mm -hmm. and then they are not innocent Mm -mm. Mm -mm. at the end. Like, that's probably some sort of, like, literary symbolism that's all beautiful and poetic. Yeah. Not to me! (laughs) No, I think that,
1: I don't know, maybe I'm not smart enough to, like... (laughs) like get
2: I don't think there's anything smart about incest like I don't (laughs) know but like there's
1: probably like you know like I don't know I feel I don't want to like call out and like be like oh he's probably just like a pretentious writer (laughs) you're just not on my level maybe maybe don't you know this is a symbolism for this and that in the world and I'm like okay just like
2: like, like Ada is Eve and Everett is Adam and it's like the beginning of the world. Yeah, something oh, like that. Oh, Lord, I don't know. But was, you know what? Yeah. I would have loved if this was just like a two-page poem. Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was interesting to have the juxtaposition on like, not that I'm like really interested into it, but just like hearing what, life was like yes <laughs> yes in the 1800s but it like, definitely
2: gives you like some perspective to be grateful for like running water and like toilets and stuff and the internet or whatever and the, yeah. so
1: that you know not to sleep with your brother
2: <laughs> they inherently knew they yeah. still knew and they still did it yes yeah oh, oh. man anyways and if anyway. and think about if the internet was in that book with how like fucking masturbate Everett got it would have just been like a gazillion times worse <laughs> true he would have just been like let's just pull up uh, brother and sister <laughs> yeah I don't know I like their names though they were good names I
1: yeah that was okay I guess <laughs> that's not <laughs> redeeming enough
2: it would have been great if Everett had have been gay
1: yeah it I um, honestly I did almost kind of think that when he was like fantasizing about the beetle yeah
2: me too and I was like okay this is this is interesting mm-hmm. like that would probably be different mm-hmm. in the 1800s like
1: maybe it would go that way that would also be probably even more interesting than mm-hmm. what we dealt with <laughs> anyways so sorry everybody
2: yeah. I'm thinking that next month's book will be way better. Yes. I'm
1: so excited to read next week. Or Me not too. next week, next month. Oh,
2: yeah. We're not going to see you guys next week. Yeah, we're not. We're going to take a little vacation. Mm. And- next, just so everybody knows, Sunday is Chantal's birthday. Woo, woo. She's going to be 21. <laughs> hey, we're going out tonight. <laughs> yeah. Get on your all your makeup yeah drink some
1: tequila it. I'm doing it up I'm doing my hair <laughs> getting all my gray hair
2: Yeah. oh my gosh shut up yeah so that'll be exciting that you're gonna be too tra- and and also our giveaway we would have announced our winner yeah which is going to be exciting congratulations whomever is the winner whoever the wiener is congrats. the wiener. the wiener. yeah Woo-hoo.
1: so next week next month sorry we'll not see you next week but we'll see you in august
2: mm-hmm.
1: we're reading ace of spades
2: mm-hmm. by who
1: by fredria um uh i'm back <laughs> <laughs> stop giving me the thumbs up <laughs> no i can't i have to like listen to her name and then i can say it
2: it's a hard one i it is a hard one yeah. and i'm sure she, she, like she wouldn't be mad at us I yeah. hope because yeah. you did a really good job in last week's episode
1: I just gotta like listen to her name five times before <laughs> I can actually say it and you're not staring at me giving me the thumbs up <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> you got this you got it I, mean, I uh, wish you hadn't have been married yet and I could have done that to you walking up <laughs> the aisle
1: you got that. I would have been like thank you. yeah just would have been like
2: what? <laughs> and your mom and dad would have been like, <laughs> "Thumbs up until you got." You I'm just gonna do that anytime you have to do something difficult.
1: <laughs> well, now you've given me an idea for when you walk down the aisle. I'm just gonna stand there and be like, hey.
2: "Yeah, you're not in the wedding party anymore." <laughs> okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> you're not supposed to be happy about that. <sighs> All right, so August 5th is when we'll see you next what chapters do you oh we're reading the oh yeah I did I, I think I posted it on Instagram yes. it's so it's uh I think it's like a one part two part three part thing yeah. week one will be chapters one to 15 which is so it is a it is um divided a little bit weird but week one is chapters one to 15 which is all of part one right and then week two is chapters 16 to 27 which is all of part two And then week three is chapters 28 to 38, which is halfway through part three. And then week four is 39 to the epilogue, which is the remainder of part three and then the ending. Well, we'll see you back here
1: in August. Yeah. Everybody have a nice rest of your month of July. Sorry about this. Yes. And hopefully you (laughs) stuck with us through it all. (laughs) We can't
2: apologize enough. <laughs> yeah. Love you. <laughs> yeah. Hopefully, August will be better. Kate. Okay. Say bye. <laughs> bye. Goodbye. Yeah. Bye. Thank you so much for listening. Please join us over at the Book Club Babes Facebook group for book discussions and to make your book recommendations, or on Instagram at bookclubbabes.pod. If you'd like to reach out to us directly, you can email
1: us at bookclubbabes.pod at gmail.com or contact us on our website at bookclubbabes.ca. If you love the Book Club Babes podcast, please tell a friend about us. And until next time, bye! Wander with us into a world of magic.